Welcome back to the Sports Commute. I'm Dan, as always, joined by Matt, and we've got a new guest today, Zach Loth. You might have seen him on the TikTok. <laughs> hey, what's up? Glad to be here, guys. Alright. Um, let's see, what are your favorite teams out of any sports? Like, what do you like? Uh, one of my favorite things about making sports TikToks is just seeing the amount of positivity amount of positivity I can get back from it. Uh, it's something that I love to do and it's something that I'm passionate about and just seeing how great of a reaction it's getting, it just warms my heart, you know? Alright, so got a question here from our buddy Joe who couldn't be here tonight, but who do you think this year in the NFL is going to be the NFL or the NFC powerhouse? The NFC powerhouse? Uh, looking at the options, if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, they're obviously going to be contender. But if we're going to look specifically, let's say the NFC West, the 49ers have a really good chance on making it, or the Rams, because Matthew Stafford has an opportunity to be a top 10 quarterback with that Rams offense. Um, who are your greatest of all times for every sport? Greatest all time forever. Oh. Greatest all-time forever, I have to say, is Tom Brady. Just because, you may have disagreements, but just because he was a late-round draft pick, never supposed to be a great player. We see a bunch of great players come from the first round. He was one of the only ones to be a historical great, break almost every record. And he, you could divide his season, his entire career, into three different parts, and each part has the ability to make the Hall of Fame. And that's coming from a six-round pick that was never supposed to play a game. Yeah, that's, that's legendary in all terms. Absolutely. Well, I see you got the the Browns flag back there, so that skips over my question of who you, who your favorite team is. So, how do you think they're going to do this year? I honestly think that the Browns are probably my favorite to win the. Of course, I'm a Browns fan, but looking at the teams right now, the Browns are probably my favorite to win the AFC right now. Just because they've got probably one of the most complete offenses, defenses, and special teams in the NFL at the moment. Who are your favorite players in the league? Uh, specifically from the Browns, I like Miles Garrett, I like Baker Mayfield, and I like Nick Chubb. But looking at the league in total, I love Adam Thielen. He's a great wide receiver. Uh, I love uh, Derrick Henry, James Robinson. Blake Bortles, I'm a big Blake Bortles fan just personally myself, uh, but not because of the player, more just one, his amazing 2017 campaign, and two, oh. is uh, the Blake Bortles Facts Twitter page. I was a big fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the draft this year? Say again? Did you watch the draft this year? Of course I did. <laughs> All right. What? Fair. All right. So you saw the commissioner brought his chair on stage, right? Yes. I don't know. I don't know if you had any any comment on on what you thought about that or not. Letting letting a fan go sit in his chair, or whatever. It was it was honestly fun to see different teams get the representation from Goodell's uh, chair. A lot of Browns fans were pissed about Pumpkinhead being on the Browns chair, but. It's all in good faith. 
as long as everyone's having a good time, I have no issue with the fans being on the chair. Uh, what are some of your favorite memories from this uh, past NFL season? What are some of my favorite memories from this season? Um, well, one of, the, I've, one of the best games I've ever witnessed was the Browns versus the Ravens. Oh, the second time game. around. With that amazing comeback from Lamar Jackson. Even though my team did lose, it was amazing seeing him come back from the locker room and win that game on that last second field goal. Uh, besides that, Watching Patrick Mahomes make amazing plays in the Super Bowl. Uh, watching my Browns beat the Steelers in a complete blowout in the finals. <laughs> Other than that, just watching players like James Robinson and Justin Jefferson develop, especially since, uh, I don't know how far you looked at my TikTok, but one of my earliest claims ever was Justin Jefferson would be a top wide receiver coming out of his draft class. And it was laughed at amazingly. So just being able to watch that progress was something that was just beautiful. So you posted a video not too long ago that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, you posted yeah, a video about Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, okay. I am not a Dolphins fan. Yes. So I'm not going to be like that. all the Dolphins fan in your comment section there. But I will say that... Tua, in my opinion, was screwed from the start by the Dolphins themselves, right? Yes. So I, I know you said uh, that he was one of the worst quarterbacks this year, and I don't disagree with that. But I think that the Dolphins could have used it as a turning point and a learning point instead of just benching him mid-game and putting in Ryan Fitzpatrick, giving him a little bit of an out. The fact that they benched Tua multiple times was more of a embarrassment factor to me. Like, it showed that they weren't confident enough to keep him into the game. And overall, in my opinions on Tua, just because I've been getting a lot of heat for this over the past few weeks, I, I love the heat, though, because it just it gives me a chance to talk to people. But the thing about Tua was he had a top 20 line. Okay, it wasn't the best line. He had some decent weapons. He just was not ready to be thrown into that game, and his defense carried him a lot. Can he improve? Of course. But he has a lot of fundamentals that he needs to work on. His footwork is very sporadic and uneven. He loses balance a lot, and he just chucks randomly. His leg injury made it so when throwing the motion, he has a harder time throwing because his, left, his right leg is now his dominant throwing leg, which for a normal right-handed person, it's your left leg. But his injury was on the right leg, so whenever he throws, it has probably half the power. He needs to learn how to throw again with that injury. Be good. And do you think uh, do you think this year the Dolphins might continue with him as their starter, or look for someone else there? Say that again, please. You think for for this year, right, this upcoming season, the Dolphins might put him on the back burner there and try and let him learn a little bit more, or put him up back in the starting spot and see what he does this year. I'm sorry, one more time. Please. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll move this a little bit closer. So, this upcoming season. Yes. Uh, do you think that the Dolphins will put Tua in on the bench in a back burner role just trying to learn? Or do you think they'll put him up in the starting role there again to see how he does out after offseason? Tua's going to be in the starting role. They have a lot of faith in him right now. 
They've said multiple times on multiple platforms. They've talked with him. Tua will be the starter for this season until either he gets hurt or he plays so horribly that he needs to be benched. But at this moment, Tua will be the starter for 2021. Um, let's see. Do you have any inspirations on like anybody, like either in the professional or like on TikTok or anything? Yeah, I've got a lot of inspiration. Um, talking specifically from TikTok, uh, Layden, I don't know, I don't have his ad off the top of my head. There's Layden, there's Theo, there's uh, Spawn Hour, those three. They're great at sports content. You gotta go take a look at them. They're probably some of the best that I've seen. Um, in terms of just personality-wise, I love uh, It's Nate, Jake Barr, or his name's Barr Nunn on TikTok, but I just love the personalities that not only like try to be good for people, but also try to give back to the community and give back to people, try to encourage goodness with, with everyone, even if it means being a little sarcastic at times. So we all saw the Bengals take uh, Jamar Chase fifth in the draft instead of maybe saving their quarterback's career with alignment. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you think they can do to, to help at least? I, I don't know. they got to fix that offensive line somehow. Well, first of all, I support the Jamar Chase uh, draft pick just because. If you look at the offensive line from last year and the additions they made before the draft, the Bengals actually have two quality tackles right now. Jonathan from, uh, his left, what was his name? Uh, one second. I know they got Riley Reese. Uh, either way, the Bengals left tackle from last year, he was their best tackle and their best lineman overall last year. That's a good quality keep. And then they added a new right tackle in Riley Reed. Both of them are being paid money as of tackles. Signing a guy like Penny Soul, although might be good, you're paying another tackle when you just signed two. Two of them to be your starters, it doesn't make sense. I mean, the Washington just released their tackle because they did the exact same thing. It doesn't make sense to sign two guys just to release one right away. So by getting Joe Burrow a guy he's comfortable with and to replace A.J. Green, that's a great system. They also added Thaddeus Moss, the tight end from Washington, yep. who was Joe Burrow's main tight end. Yep. So now he's got a tight end that can help him as well. And the main thing they needed was interior linemen. There were no interior linemen available that early besides Vera Tucker in the mid late first round. Definitely. Uh, let's see. Do you think there were any, like, busts? through the draft or any underrated steals that may have come up in the first round? There's one player that I noticed is on the Tennessee Titans now. I, I don't know how I missed this, but this is probably my number one sleeper pick for next season. My Justin Jefferson, you could say. Because I've been looking at the rosters, I've been looking at how everything's been working out. And no one's talking about this guy, but the Titans drafted a wide receiver in the fourth round. His name is Des Fitzpatrick. The Titans lost a lot of weapons on offense this year. They had Corey Davis leave, and they had Johnny Smith leave. That's 
two of the top pass catchers besides A.J. Brown, and they signed Josh Reynolds from the Rams. Josh Reynolds is more of a situational wide receiver. He's not a wide receiver, too. So there's a massive gap right there. If you put uh, Fitzpatrick in the spot of Corey Davis, which he had a pretty much similar year last year in college as Corey Davis did this year. He's not a wide receiver one, but he's a wide receiver two. And Corey Davis got a quarter of Ryan, I mean, Ryan Tannehill's throws last year. If you put that production on Fitzpatrick, he could honestly be a top 25 wide receiver next year. All right. Uh, let's see. Did you ever uh, play any high school sports when you were younger? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I played football for three years. I wrestled for a year, and I uh, I didn't like actually like play the sport, but I played basketball in my free time with the guys. Uh, that's dope. But for football, I was I played running back, I played linebacker, I played corner, I played safety, I played wide receiver. Wow. But the two positions I started the most was left tackle and defensive end. Wow, that's cool. So, have you heard of the Battle of the Platforms? The Battle of the what? The Battle of the Platforms. Oh, yeah, the boxing match between YouTube and TikTok, yeah. Yes. I just learned about this today. <laughs> and I think... I don't know what to think. I, 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 what, do, what do you think? Because I don't know what to, what to think about this. Um, a lot of them are iffy. Like, you don't know, but if we're going to look at the Austin McBroom and the Bryce Hall fight, the, like, the main big fight of the night, uh, Austin McBroom's going to wipe the floor with Bryce Hall, in my opinion. Yeah. Just from how they've handled themselves in the press meetings, how the fact that during their first meeting, um, Bryce Hole tried to jump Austin without looking, and then he got dogpiled and beat the crap out of him, and pins the floor. He, he, if he has that kind of mentality going into the fight, he's not going to last a few rounds. So you did say something about uh, you were thinking about sleeper picks for fantasy football this year. You're like, what do you? Are you a good fantasy football player, or are you like a mediocre? What would you? What are you thinking for this upcoming season? Oh, I love fantasy football, man. You, you don't even believe. Every year I max out the top 25 teams I can get for my ESPN fantasy team. A limit, just because I like running with a bunch of different teams. I do all rookies, I do all Browns, I do all, I do different kinds of draft styles because I like to see not only what kind of draft style works best when drafting, but also I like to see, like, comparing the rookies to see how they progress through the year, which ones I should target for my other teams. Uh, last year I went 23, I went, I went 21st place wins, two second place wins, and then the rest of them were last place wins, but those were like the special, like all Browns team, which has no chance on making a successful right. push in fantasy football. No, right. Hey, hey, I mean, last year I dumped all my players. It was the number one team, and I became the Los Angeles Rams. I didn't lose the league, though. Right. <laughs> you know, I didn't win a game after that, but I didn't it's okay. lose the league. It's okay. 
<laughs> so, you've gained quite a stable following on TikTok. Uh, do you see yourself branching out anywhere else besides just staying on that platform? Honestly, not really. The whole TikTok thing was just a surprise to me more than anything because I I'm just your average guy making things that I making stuff that I love. But I don't feel like I need to start like just pushing, oh, go join my Instagram, go join my YouTube. Because I'm okay with where I am. I'm okay doing the stuff I do. I'm also working a full-time job and I'm a student. So I'm trying not to overexert myself more than I have to. I might make like a YouTube video encompassing uh, one of my previous series just because it's continuing on now. But besides that, I'm not really looking to branch out to multiple platforms at the moment. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, it's going back to sports a little bit. What are some, like, if it's any sport, you could pick one, and that's the rest of the sport you have to watch the rest of your life, what would that be? Any sport I'd watch for the rest of my life, it's got to be football. That's fair. It's got to be football. I, I love the NFL. I love the spirit of the fans. You don't see that kind of passion in any other sport. Um, I love basketball, but basketball, it it's very repetitive with how there's just way too many games and there's not enough at stake half the time. Uh, baseball, you, it's hard to watch base, a full game of baseball unless it's in person. Right. Soccer, no. no. Um, that's yeah, that's fair. Solid answer. That's part, right? Solid answer. Solid that's answer. Part, right? All right. I lost my train of thought for a second. That's great. Ben Roethlisberger. That's oh, where I was going. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Man, we're going over the so, AFC North, huh? The Steelers, uh, who did they sign? Who was that Washington quarterback? Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. The Steelers yep. signed Dwayne Haskins. I don't see Ben Roethlisberger going much longer than two years after this. Uh, <laughs> it, do you? Do you? I know you're. You're not like. Uh, you're not like Ian Rapport. You don't have the like all the answers, but I'm just gonna ask you for them anyways. Uh, do you do you feel like Dwayne Haskins might be their next go-to guy in in Pittsburgh? Currently, the standings for the Steelers are they have Big Ben at top, they got Ben Mason at second, and Dwayne Haskins at third. Honestly, they can hold on to Dwayne Haskins for the next three years and not play him, and he'll still be a success for them because he's still on his rookie contract. Yeah, that's fair. He's he's on less than a rookie contract right now because he got released from a rookie contract. So if they can fix his attitude issues and work on the technicals with him, put him behind Big Ben, I can definitely see him as a starter and to take over the team. But I don't see Big Ben making it out of this season alive, honestly. He's threatened retirement twice. Right. And he's coming real close. And plus, the extra game in the season, he will wear down quicker than he has in the past. So we're going to keep on the Steelers a little bit. I don't remember where I saw it, but I think some reporters said the Bengals have a better chance of having a better season than the Steelers do. What are your thoughts on that? Say that again one more time. So I, I don't remember what reporter I saw this on, but I, uh, they said the Bengals have a better chance of beating, or well, better season. Ah, Jesus. Have a better chance to have a good season than the Steelers do. What are your thoughts on that? That comes more from a personal opinion at this point. Um, the Bengals are still a rebuilding team. They're still working on the technicals here. 
they've got the pieces that they need. I don't think they have the coaching staff that they need. Zach Taylor, in my opinion, has not done anything for that team in terms of production. He's had one good game against the Steelers, and that's it. But when you talk about the Steelers, you're talking about a team and a coach that's never had a below 500 season. Right. In his entire coaching history with the Steelers, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. I don't see them. I see them being average, probably nine and seven. At probably around my guess is nine and seven for the Steelers. Bengals, I still say they get maybe five or six wins, but they're not going to go far. Right. Especially with the fact that the Bengals, Browns, Steelers, and Ravens have the hardest divisional schedule this season. Yeah. Okay. So. In the first round of the 2021 draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars pick up Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, uh, while also having was it Chark? DJ Chark. Yeah, yeah. Chark yeah. is there. Is there? Is there? Yeah, is their wide receiver there? Also signing Urban Meyer as their head coach over the off season. Uh, do you see? Or well. <laughs> uh, how do you feel they're gonna they're gonna end up? Because they they should hopefully at least improve to two wins. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars have a legitimate chance to have a great season this year. First of all, we're looking at the quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion, is a generational quarterback, somewhat like Andrew Luck. And if we put the same that Andrew Luck has. We saw Andrew Luck take his Colts, which were one of the worst teams in the NFL, and give them winning seasons every year he played for them. Mm-hmm. Granted, the issue was with the Colts is that they didn't build a line. The Jaguars have somewhat of a line to work with. They've got one of the best centers in the league. They've got a decent tackle that they drafted. They worked on some. Of, they signed a bunch of interior linemen. Plus, with the running game, James Robinson and the ETM give Lawrence a much more comfortable chance on being able to sit in the pocket because now you have that lethal one-two combo that the Browns have or that the Vikings have or that the uh, Washington football team has. Running back duos are really hard to fight against because it adds to the play action and it adds to the uh, just the game plan. Urban Meyer makes a good running backs uh, offense based off running backs, tight ends, and basically letting your quarterback sit comfortable and just throw then you got Tim Tebow. We'll see how he does. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was going to be one of my next questions. Is uh, Tim Tebow and Travis Ben? No? Calvin Benjamin. Calvin Benjamin came back. What are your thoughts on them switching positions and re-signing? I feel like Benjamin and Tebow are two different situations. Benjamin's only been out of the league for like, what, two or three years now? It's been a couple, yeah. And he was always said to be, he was always pretty much a tight end playing a wide receiver position. So no one wanted to sign him, wide receiver money, to play a tight end position. In terms of Tebow, my issue more is with his health and with his uh, age than with his playing ability. Because he's a 30-something-year-old tight end that's never played tight end. Tight end is a grueling position where you both have to block and run and be able to catch where we see injuries that happen to like George Kittle and Gronk, it just wears them down because they're not only supposed to be a tackle, they're supposed to be a receiver. So honestly, I feel like 
Benjamin has a good chance to be a successful tight end. Tim Tebow, I'm afraid if he's going to last that long, you know? Yeah. He's been out of the game for a while, and he's not in football condition like he used to be. Yeah. So, uh, outside of, you know, uh, watching sports and, and, and going to school, doing your job, uh, do you have any hobbies, you know, stuff you like to do in your spare time there? I got a lot of hobbies. Um, well, besides the old sports analysis, TikTok, fantasy football, all that kind of stuff. Um, I like to go outside. I like to go on hike. I like to work out. Um, I do video editing in my free time just because I like to see what I can do. Um, like, I like to watch videos. I like to watch movies, go for walks. Uh, whenever anyone's playing a sport, like any of my, my friends, like call me, like, "Hey, uh, can you come to the field and play?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I, I, I'm always down to play. I'm always down to see people and always down to just have a good time." You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'll be honest. I got, I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think that's everything we got for you. Uh, All right, well, what are you guys' favorite teams? I don't know anything about y'all. Well, so. he was a Bengals fan, and then two years ago became a Bills fan. All I'm right. a Bills fan. Yeah. All right, Bills Mafia, I respect that. I got a lot of love for Bills Mafia, especially with Mr. Trubisky on the team now. <laughs> yeah, money uh, bitch. Oh, yeah. I feel Mr. Trubisky can make a comeback after with the Bills. We saw how Bills developed Josh Allen. Mitch Trubisky's kind of that same mold. If they can improve his passing ability, because he's already working with the wide receivers for the Bills, Mitch Trubisky could potentially become a starter again in like a year or two. Yeah. Probably be worth a little something, too. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Bills can trade him away. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the show. I know uh, kind of a, kind of a short episode for us, but... Uh, we appreciate we appreciate you wanting to come on and uh, talk with us, talk a little bit of sports. So uh, I'm gonna run through my little my little end of the episode spiel here, and then uh, well, that's it. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having me, man. This was a lot of fun. I I always love to talk to people, so it was a pleasure being on your show. I can't wait to see it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys for watching the Sports Commute. Make sure to check us out on Twitter at the underscore sportscom. Check us out on Instagram at the underscore sports commute. We've got a YouTube at the Sports Commute. Uh, check out Travis Butt Racing in the Real New York Hype House. Real New York Hype House on uh, TikTok. Travis Butt Racing on Twitter. I think that. Oh, the Sports Commute Wiffle Ball. Ah, I forgot about that one. New, new league after the CFO ends. The CFO beginning. Now Labor Day weekend. Oh, they skipped. They it. had to move it oh. back. Labor Day weekend. The CFO returns after that sports commute wiffle ball. Yeah. All right. Have a good night, everyone. I lied to y'all. We just finished up our our interview with Zach Love. Excuse me. 
Um, and so now I'm gonna talk a little bit of NASCAR. Well, you know, let's. You want to explain the football league a little more? Or? Oh yeah, yeah. We can we can talk about the wiffle, the wiffle ball league. Uh, so the wiffle ball league will be starting in. I don't know, maybe. June. Maybe late June. Yeah. About a month. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Nothing's nothing's set in stone. But uh, the wiffle ball league will begin. Sometime in June, it will take place at EDP Park. Uh, it sounds bad, but we don't have any cupcakes. <laughs> God damn. So, uh, we'll have six teams. Matt and I are captains. Uh, the other captains consist of Lucas, uh, Truman, Truman Liam. and Liam. You need one more that we're still figuring so out. Gotta figure that out. Still figuring it out. Maybe I'll ask Ryan if he wants to be a cat. Okay. Beside the point. Expect some wiffle ball videos, man. Expect a lot of fun. Maybe we'll get coverage of the draft. Have oh, a live. Def- definitely have a live stream of the draft. Either a live stream or a highlight tape. Yeah. The first round. All so. right. So now I want to talk about this list that Matt sent me yesterday of the top twenty-five NASCAR drivers. And, uh, boy, are there some problems. <laughs> and I will, uh, I'll go through the list here, uh, one by one. Once we get to the top five, that's where I have no problem. I have no problem with the top five. I'll run through those right now. We got David Pearson, Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, Dale Earnhardt, and Richard Petty. I agree with all of those. I'll argue top four is a yeah, bit no, no, correct. No, no, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> However, it's when we get back to sixth that there's a problem. <laughs> Immediately it's sixth. This guy's got Petty, he's got Earnhardt, he's got Jimmy Johnson, he's got Jeff Gordon, he's got David Pearson. And he's got Tony fucking Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stewart, while I agree, belongs on this list. Should not be in sixth. I, I, I'll argue top ten. I will not. Really? No. What? In fact, I know exactly who to replace him with. The man in 18th, Bill Elliott, should be, should no, be at least top not. ten. First, Bill Elliott should at least be a top ten. Fine. Bill Elliott's top ten, but not sixth. Not, I think I'm not should, saying sixth. I think we put DW up I'm not bit. saying sixth. I'm saying DW should stay at seventh. Let's move Bill Elliott up to tenth. All right, let's see it. Right. Okay. Let's 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 organize. So Kale Yarborough's got to go up to sixth. Okay. Kale Yarborough moves up from eighth to sixth. No, no question. Okay. Then you got a spot for Lee Petty. Where's Lee Petty going? Lee Petty's going back to twelfth. To Ned Jarrett. He's going back to where Ned Jarrett is. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, actually, make a new list. You got to make make the new okay. top twenty-five. This is actually this. I have this a little little messed up. So let's see your revamped version. So, Yarborough's in sixth. DW can stay in seventh. Eighth, we're going to move up. Actually, no. I want to fix that later. <laughs> Ninth, Lee Petty. Yep. <laughs> Bobby Isaac in 22nd. Yep. No. No? No. Where's Absolutely. he going? No, he's, he's uh, gone. Oh! 
Well, that's fine. Yeah, okay. So, after that, in 10th, for in front and behind Lee Petty, I'm going to put Bill Elliott. Wow. Following Bill Elliott, I'll keep Kyle Busch in... 11th? Yeah, I'll keep Kyle Busch in 11th. I mean, he's got he's got the same amount of wins as, as Richard Petty, except across all touring series. Beside the point. Well, uh, I, I don't know, man. Because I, you need to be higher. Happy, you need to be not on this list. <laughs> wow, respect to Junior Johnson. He needs to not be on the list. I need some replay. Anybody else who needs to not be on the list, I'm working on it. Because then you need replacement drivers. Well, for starters, Mark Martin. Wow. The boy's going to eighth. Holy smoke. Greatest driver never to win a championship right there. Wow. All right. Ned Jarrett. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep him at 12th, honestly. Herb Thomas, you know, the fabulous Hudson Hornet, he can stay in 13th. Yep. Rusty Walrus, he can stay right where he is. His Twitter account. Junior Johnson, bye-bye. <laughs> Put Harvick in 15th. That's fair. I'll keep Buck Baker in 16th. Are you really dropping smoke out of this? Oh, he's, he's still going back. What? He's still going. Why? He's still going. You yeah. want to know why? Because, why? because my 17th place. Matt Kenseth. He moved up one? Moved up three. Oh, fuck. 20. Now, now Tony Stewart can fit in here. From 19th on back is where things get a little bit tricky. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I've just realized mm-hmm. that I didn't put Bobby Allison anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I just moved him out and didn't put him anywhere. Well. Uh, and this is why it's so it's so difficult to gauge these uh, drivers. These drivers, a they were in different eras, right? And B, like it, de- like, it depends on what you're looking at. Championships, overall stats. Right. Anyways, 19th. Uh, because I didn't put him in earlier, Bobby. Wow. 20th. I want to see if we agree on this one. Uh, we're not because it ain't going to be someone on this list. Yeah. Oh shit. See, that's fair. I don't know why he was not, wasn't on the list to begin with. Terry Labonte. Yeah, that's not. In 20th. Now. 21st? I'll keep Tim Flock in 21st. Sure. 
You know what? 22nd, Bobby Isaacs sits fine in 22nd. Fireball Roberts, you know, he's fine. I actually, no, he's not. Now, <laughs> he's got one championship, all right? Right. Not Fireball the Roberts. Year. I'm not talking about Fireball Roberts. Okay. And in fact, there's actually only two people on this list that are, or three people on this list that still race today. Give me a second. Two of them are brothers. Kurt? Kurt Busch. I thought you'd put him a little higher, but... Yeah, yeah, you'd think. Nah, 23rd, Kurt Busch. He moves up one position. Fireball, you can go back in 24th. In 25th, respected Dale Jarrett, but no. You're kicking another person out? Wow. Goodbye, Dale Jarrett. Oof, wow. <laughs> wow. Wouldn't it be funny if I just said Richard Brickhouse? Fuck off. <laughs> He's got one win that's not even true. Not even allowed. Oh, man. No, you know, quite honestly... Quite honestly... I think this has got to go... To the oldest person who has ever run in the Daytona 500. No, you're not. Co- God, no, I'm, fucking, I'm fucking kidding. I was going to say, no, no. way. Uh, uh, man. This, this is hard. This is a I don't, hard spot. I don't think it's Dale Jarrett, but... There's so many you could put there. I'm running through them all right now. Casey my, Kane! My, my, mind, my mind tells me tells me to put Denny in there. Nope. Not yet. <laughs> He's got to win a championship first. Sorry, Denny. You don't have your PJs today. You know what? Martin. What the? Truex Jr. <laughs> Why? Let's let's listen to this. Why? Listen to me real quick. No. Starts his career way back. Two thousand ish. In the early two thousands, right? Struggles for so, so long. He's on fucking DEI. He's on DEI. DEI collapses. He goes to Michael Waltrip Racing. Michael Waltrip Racing collapses. Granted, it was his fault. But that's that's beside the point. (laughs) Kind of. It was Clint Boyer's fault. Doesn't matter. We don't got to talk about that right now. Doesn't matter. Beside the point. He then goes to Furniture Row, a single car team who no one... No one heard of. Not really, because they only had... Kurt Busch. They only had... Two wins, and one of them was rescinded. Yeah. Both by Regan Smith. <laughs> and he turns this team around to the point where... They're in contention every week. They're in contention every week, and not only that, he wins a championship for them. Yeah. And then they shut down the next year. Now he's on fucking Joker's <laughs> Racing. <laughs> And now he's on Joe Gibbs Racing, and he's got a he's got a contention for another championship this year. See, here's the he's there and there every week. I understand that, but over his career, he had gaps and gaps. He had gaps because he had shitty teams. Uh, he had a he had a long stretch of of no production. No wins. Wins because he was at gaps. D because he was at no DI. Wins. 
until gaps. they closed, right? No wins. He's at DEI until they closed, right? Yeah. He's at Michael Waltrip Racing until they closed. Yep. Furniture Row. Furniture Row took off. Well, yeah, they took off and closed. And, well, yeah, but that's that's not... Does that mean Joker's Racing closing next? Hopefully. Oh, bless the lords. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about ownership now. Owners? Brad Keselowski, driver of the number that's two not, that's Penske not. Dodge. See, I wanted to talk that's, to you about this. Hang on now. We all right. We doing we doing owners then? Oh, we're doing owners of all time. Is that is that what you were trying to talk about? Well, we can. Okay. Well, let me. You you go ahead and talk. I'm gonna draft the so, uh, I get a lot of my information off YouTube. Eric Eastep, watch him a lot. And so he brought up a big thing. Well, he there's been a rumor going around. Brad Keselowski, Penske driver is going to be part of the Roush Fenway team in Roush Fenway Kozlowski. And let's see. What are, he said like pros and cons, but like there's a lot of things that caught my attention. You know, you know about the Fenway group, Dan, you know? Fenway, the uh, Red Sox field? Well, it's the Fenway organization. <laughs> you know who's in that Fenway organization? Jack Roush. Jack Roush. You know who else is in there? LeBron James. Yeah, I know. And you know this guy from North Carolina. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. We can possibly finally see Michael Jordan versus LeBron James, but NASCAR. Two of the best of all time battling on a racetrack. You like, stop hitting the table. That's fucking up the audio. I just, the whole time you're going to be... Sound warning here in a second. The whole time we're going to be listening to this episode. <laughs> here. All, right, All right. Let's do this owner's list. Okay. Well, I've got four and five already squared away. That's fair. <laughs> Is Dale Earnhardt on this list? Is Dale Jr. on this list? I don't want to count Xfinity, Xfinity or at team. the moment. No trucks? No trucks either because there were a lot of truck owners, a lot of driver owners for the that trucks. That is also true. Honestly, honestly, I might have to shorten this to top 10 because I don't know if I know 25 owners. I think I do. Uh, Penske, Richard Childress. I'm sure Richard Childress has got to be up there pretty high. He's going to be there. I'm kidding. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> hold up. It's wait a minute. There. That's about right. <laughs> uh, Penske. Mm. Well, Stuart Hop. Are we talking – well, there's not really all time because most of these have been around for a long time. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Most wins all time? Most wins by any team. What? But it was a single person, but ever since. Not that... true. They have almost. They have over 250 wins. Doesn't Hendrick? Yes. And Penske? No. Penske does not have 250 yet. I believe they have 200, but it's okay. Hendrick is one away. From tying Petty. Oh fuck! And it's not just Eric Jones. It's not just Richard alone. It's not just Richard alone sure because Eric Almarola is on that win. list. Lee Petty is on that list. Adam Petty, I'm pretty sure, is on that list. I don't know a lot about Adam Petty. Kyle Petty. I don't actually. I don't know if he raced for. for I don't know if he did either. Jesus. I don't know much about Petty Enterprises. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Okay, fire. All right. 
Joe Gibbs. Penske. Roush. Um. Roush. <laughs> they haven't been dominant for years. They were good for a while. That's about it. <laughs> That's completely fine. And the reason they're there is because Penske owns half of all of NASCAR. It's it's a personal thing for me is is why Penske should be back there, right? Um, Stuart Haas, you're not gonna put that on the list yet. No, absolutely not. Okay. Two championships at Stuart Haas. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't. I was actually gonna ask you about that. That's not horrible. Levine they, they, family racing probably be more down there. Levine is like here. Uh, 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 oh no! Ooh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, uh, what? Trackhouse? Trackhouse? Fuck no! Oh, I forgot the big one. Oh, you know that's a pretty big <laughs> I one. I forgot Wood Brothers, and that's yeah. kind of important. A little bit. You're a bastard for that one. Uh, Alright, so... What do we have, one? We've got two left. One and ten? One and nine. One and nine. What is the number one overall? Honestly, I'd probably actually say it's that. I just didn't want to put him at number one. So, let's actually slide everyone up. One. Except for DEI, they can stay the fucking 10. <laughs> so, Number top nine. seven right now. We got Petty, then the Wood Brothers, Rick Hendrick, uh, then Junior Johnson, then Richard Childress, then Penske, then Roush. Need a, need a uh, eight and seventh nine. and an eighth, or an eighth and a ninth. I feel like there's so many, but I don't know. Why? Why? Hold on. Let me let me look up. Let me do some research before you do anything. Okay. I uh. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Cotton Owens. Wood Brothers. Junior Johnson. Buddy Moore. Bud Moore. Richard Petty. Penske. Richard Childress. I feel like there's one that I forget. Hendrico. I, I do too, but I can't. Why? I mean, there's Bud Moore. That's the Hall of Fame. Glenn Wood, Roger Pence, Junior Jack, Jack Rouse, Joe Gibbs, Rick Hendrick, Petty Enterprises. This is the top ten list. DEI goes up to eighth, and we're doing top eight because I got nothing. Wow, that's fair. Okay. Ta-da! That's, that's enough for me. Now you guys can have a good night. <laughs>